Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is Wendy, and I'm here with Tara. Hey, girl. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> it's going to be an awesome time of a show. It's already been awesome so far, trying to just get here. Why is it everything happens all at once? The day is quiet, and then craziness ensues. It always come take happens my teenager. In, in, come, come in, take my teenager and just like let him just, you know, fight for attention in your house with your kids because he is. <laughs> he needs to come hang out crazy. with us like for two days. He he doesn't know how oh good he has it until he leaves our house. Oh my gosh, he's driving he's me crazy. He's you so. for being an only child though. After being in our house, hasn't he? Like, no. oh, thank you, mother. I don't know. He oh. wants. He he. I think he wants more. He wants younger kids. I think like he oh, wants to be the big brother. Adore so he has somebody to boss around. So yeah. okay, everybody. So we're here. If you were listening to us live, sorry we were a couple minutes late. We um, I had some connection issues, and then um, how do you like the beginning of the show? It was, it was I was trying something new. I like it. I thought I was yeah. like, what's happening here? I was listening. I was like, what is <laughs> happening? I like it. Uh, I like to mix it up. Yeah, well, it's a good show tonight, it's been though. Crazy. Yeah, we do. We have a lot of stuff going on. Um, later, Krista Wells, the military spouse coach, joins us for Krista's Corner, and then on deck tonight, we welcome quite a few guests. We have Brian Hanover, who is here to talk about the Sears Heroes at Home Wish Registry, which opens Thursday, August 29th at 1 p.m. Central. Make an appointment with yourself not to miss it. So he's going to share details on that. We're going to do that first so you guys don't have to wait. Uh, and then later, back to, we're talking back-to-school battle plan with ideas and advice from Denise Albert, the co-founder of The Moms and the co-host of Moms in the City, and a dad named David. And then, like I said, Krista will be up after that. So, Sounds so, like yeah. a good one. If you're listening to us via our podcast on demand, welcome to the show. If you're in the chat room or listening via your phone, um, we give you a shout-out to you. Everyone, we invite you to subscribe to our show via iTunes and by searching Navy Wife Radio. Also, you can hit us up on our Facebook, at Military Life, um, whatever Facebook. I can't even think of the words. My brain's not working. And on our Twitter, at my military, what is that, hashtag? Yes. My military yes. life. What else? What else? We're on Pinterest also. So come see us on Pinterest. I guess what it is, everyone. My military life. What? Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we just had like 7,707 followers on Twitter. I'm so excited about that. Oh, cool. I took a picture of it on my phone. That's, what, that's thought, a cool number. I'm going to upload that. Yeah, I know. I like that. I was like, but you made a wish because there were so many sevens or something. Yeah, like okay, it was seven hundred seven thousand seven hundred and seventy. So it was seven seven seven. I tried to catch it for the all the sevens seven 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 seven, but I missed it because right. it's like a 
we're like at 7,780 or something now. I almost want to okay. leave. I almost want to delete say, some people okay, to make it better. And you, yeah. <laughs> so we can. That's funny. You can do that to me. Okay. Yeah, it's like we're at, we're at ninety one right now, so we're past it. But anyway, thanks y'all for following us on Twitter. I love Twitter. If you um, and I careful now. Them, if you guys, oh. if you come into the chat room, practice good opsec, everybody. Operational security for people who are not military. Don't give up the yeah. business. Watch your, no. Watch your spot. Don't do that. Oh. What are you saying? Sorry, Don't I cut you off. I'm just trying to keep people safe, man. Keep... Yes, <laughs> I know. I'm always surprised. So it's going to be, huh? I know. People do overshare. There's oversharing as in, like, personal business, TMI, and then there's oversharing in, like, safety concerns. So the Internet has made it an interesting place. So what did you, what, what did you, what have you been up to? Well, okay, so we are trying to buy a house. I think I've been talking about the house situation for a while. And we're at that critical stage of, like, at the very end when they still need a million and one things. I guess thanks to all mm-hmm. these crazy new laws when everyone was committing mortgage fraud. So, oh, is that what that's so, for? I did not know. I guess so. I don't know. It's so funny, like, these little quirky things that they ask for, but I'm not going to talk bad about the lender. Yeah, I guess a lot of people bail on their houses, so I guess they're just trying to make sure you're, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just glad it's moving forward, and hopefully the next time you talk to me, we will be Texas homeowners. I'll be very happy. And um, So, yeah, we've been doing that, and um, what else has been going on? I went to see my grandparents. They're here from Florida. I think they're already gone. They left yesterday. They were visiting my mom. And so, oh, my gosh, check this out, as you would say. Check this out. (laughs) (laughs) My mom lives in Austin, everybody. So I go up there and get Christian in the car, the porcupine teenager, to go see my grandparents who are, like, you know, elderly. And it's a good hour 45 minute drive probably two hours because of course you're going to hit a little traffic on 35 i get there nobody's there nobody's there i call my mom oh i'm you know wherever she's at i'm like i told you i was leaving nobody's there so we wait around wait around finally my grandfather shows up and we're following because we were going to go to sonic i thought well we'll go get a cherry limeade we'll wait maybe some people show up Maybe we'll go to Ikea and come back and maybe they'll yeah. be home. I don't know. So as we're going down the subdivision, we see my grandpa. So we turn around and come back, and then my phone rings, and it's the mister. It's Craig, who has announced that he is locked out of the house. because in San I, I had taken the garage door opener out of the, the truck. It was inside. Because we have uh-huh. three vehicles, two openers, so... They kind of get, you know, tossed around these garage door openers, depending on what vehicle right. you're in. You just can't leave the opener in the car because you don't know, right? He was completely locked out. Mm-hmm. And he was not happy, as you might imagine. Mm-hmm. That whole, he's been six, it's been six months since he's been home from Afghanistan, and that whole, you know, survey says, when are you most stressed? When you, when you come home or six months later? All the research says, Six months later is when chances are the highest stress level hits. 
for whatever reason. Right. I don't know why, but. Well, all so of a sudden he, he doesn't mix you anymore. So he's like, did you just leave this here? Oh. <laughs> he's like, I'm locked out. I'm hot, sweaty. I've been moving rock. I've been working on landscaping, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I just got here. What do you want me to do? Turn around? Come back? I don't know. Just, I'm... I'm really, I'm not happy right now. I mean, I don't know what he thought. Like, I was bewitched. I was supposed to just, like, nod my head and be back home. So, oh. I, long story short, that's, 45 That's not bewitched. In. Bewitched is wriggles <laughs> her nose. I hear a genie nods her head. Get your, okay. get your stick straight. <laughs> so, what did you do? I, like, talked really quick for 45 minutes, and then I felt really bad because my grandmother wanted me to stay. And then we came home, and I got home, like, at 8 o'clock. I left at 2.30, home at 8. It made for a very long day. Um, at least he was happy. You just broke your phone. Your phone broke up funny. So was he locked out the whole entire time? Yes. He didn't hop the fence? No, not all the doors were locked. I'd like to point this out. He was already outside when you left, or he was in the house when you left? Well, Okay, technically, I asked him, how would you get out of the house? And he said, well, I <laughs> – wait So he walked himself out. out of the house. This is a check this out part that you would say. I okay. said, well, how would you close the garage door? Because the truck was in the garage. He's like, well, I backed it out, got out of the truck, went to the wall. Your phone door, is acting crazy. Press, you oh, I'm – is that better? Yeah, it sounds better. Okay. So he backed okay. out and then closed the garage door with the button and ran? Inside. Yeah, he went in back inside the garage, pressed the button, and then, you know, had to do the whole run out of the garage, hop over the infrared line. And just, did, just didn't <laughs> didn't think about it. I know. I, I should be talking what? about it right now. You really oh, yeah, shouldn't. If you listen to the show, Craig, you're awesome. Not a good choice. You're awesome. <laughs> and... That's so the moral of the story here. is, yeah, the moral of the story is we now have three. So he went to Home Depot while I was gone, purchased another garage door opener and one of those keypads. Right. So you don't even need the opener. You could just put the code in, like a, a little electronic keypad. Oh, nice. So he, quote, says he will never be locked out of the house again. Since he was moving rock, I also would recommend maybe a fake rock with a key in it. Yeah, it's that's Texas. a good one. We can do that here. Arizona, you can do that, and nobody will find it because we have rock yards. My pro- okay, yeah, so my so parents had one of those ones, and my brother moved it into the other piles of rocks, and they don't even know where it went. <laughs> it was really realistic. <laughs> uh, it must be. That's funny. Oh, man. So that's crazy. Oh, so I am ready for summer vacation. That's all right. <laughs> I was going to say, you must be going through culture shock because you've been on jet skis, out at lakes, you know, from one end of the country to the other. So how was the first day of school for you? For me, since I don't go to school, it was awesome. For the children, I know they had a good time. But um, I just, I'm ready for summer, and it started on Monday. I just <laughs> don't think I have... I don't have the energy for this. <laughs> i got to start working out or something. Give me some energy. Seems counterintuitive, but that's what you should do, I think. So my my youngest daughter 
not my youngest child, but my youngest daughter is playing volleyball for her middle school. So she has to be at the school at 6.45 in the morning. Um, wow. That's really Yeah. There's that. There's that part. And I like to point out that I'm not a morning person. So the getting up in the morning, not my favorite. I've made breakfast. I mean, I'm doing the mom thing. I'm doing I'm rocking it out. But I'm not loving it. So <laughs> today, um, but you know what's so different is when you get up in your own home and you don't go outside and you're just kind of like, oh, I just need coffee and you're making food. It's very different from when you go outside and the fresh air hits you and the light. Well, it wasn't daylight when I went out. It was dark. But when I got back, it was sort of daytime. And so that sets your clock. It's like immediately I was awake. So I'm thinking I need to go outside more in the mornings when I don't want to wake up. This seems so strange, right? But today was fine. I was I got got her to thing. But then the problem with school is if you have a lot of children. It's so early. It's very early in the morning. I would like to start around eh, 9.30, 10. Um, they have so many things to do. My kids came home with packets of paperwork that I just sat in the floor signing one kid after another so I wouldn't mix it up. And then I've already, my phone, you know how during the summer your phone is so empty? There's no on your calendar. <laughs> yeah. You like now you're, my your scheduling a little pool time. Yes. My phone looks like I have a full-time job and go to work is on there every day so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to thanksgiving Woo-hoo. thanksgiving break <laughs> monday's a holiday yeah. monday is a holiday i'm so happy about that now who i wonder how many people listening their kids haven't even started school yet and oh how i envy you yeah a lot of people wonder. don't start till next week and then even more don't even start till after labor day Oh, that's. I remember. I thought that we used to do that when we were in high school, but um, I think I'm confused. I don't know what Arizona's rule was. I think that's a great idea because I mean, they my kids have gone to school. They'll go Monday through Friday, and then they're off on Monday. So I mean, that is a little silly, I guess. Um, well, I like it. I mean, it, I like the extra the break. You know, Christian. I almost feel I have a friend of mine who homeschools their daughter, and she's about. Oh, she looks about 10, I think. And he posted a picture on Facebook that said, well, in honor of all of the first day of school photographs, I'm going to take a picture of uh, my daughter. And so she's standing out front, and she doesn't have any shoes on. And he says, uh, something, something um, continued uh, first day, or something about the first day, and then she's homeschooled, and and then he put underneath, no shoes required. <laughs> and then oh, she turned awesome. around and headed back inside, which I thought was really cute. So Christian, he goes to school online, so it's kind of we're the same situation here. And today he went to the pool about it's about 3.30, I think. He wandered up there, and um, he came home about 5, and he said, oh, the best thing just happened. I said, what? What, what could have happened? You haven't been gone for like an hour. And he says, uh all the bus the bus kids just got off the bus, Mom, on the corner, and here I was coming, you know, down from the pool, and I, you know, just getting home from the pool, and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was at the pool, you know. I said, Christian, don't do that. That's not very nice. That's so, funny. Yes. Yeah. Those poor homeschoolers, people are so bad for them and their things. I'm thinking, oh, that's a life right there. Um, 
It's a lot of work for the moms. Awesome for the children. Yeah, we we've had a great. I mean, my kids have great classes, great teachers. They really did well. I, you know, my Facebook was blowing up with my back to school pictures because, um, you know, everybody I like to put my pictures on our website. So I yeah. downloaded some pictures that said, "I'm a sophomore, I'm a senior, I'm a seventh grader, I'm a fifth grader," and took pictures with those. And so everybody thought I had the best. I was so awesome at my planning and my picture-taking and stuff. It was so cute. They're like, oh, you have such great ideas. So the best picture was when my kids lined up behind each other and then popped out holding the signs, like I planned that. No, no, no. I lined them up in a row because, you know, at 7 o'clock in the morning, I have great ideas. (laughs) So I lined those. We've already established that I'm not a morning person. So I lined them up by age. That's how we do it. At one point, one of them was on a little bit of a hill, and I was like, that's not fair. You're younger, and now you look much taller than your sister. So they held their little signs that I got for free online and had printed at Walmart on 8 by 10 picture paper and um, took them. And then the kids were like, oh, let's line up behind each other. And they wanted to pop out like cheerleaders or something on each side, but they realized it didn't work. And so then... They set themselves up in this little pose. I had nothing to do with it. I just seriously stood there with my camera like, are we ready? Are you guys ready yet? <laughs> and then took some pictures. And they came out super they came cute. They so cute, yes. And my son's like Love. rubbing his chin like he has a beard or something because um, he's a nut. But, yeah, I thought it was so cute. I had to finally get on there and say, this was not me. <laughs> I can no longer take credit for my children's cute ideas or the girl online printables so if your kids haven't so i was going to i told one i was going to give a shout out because they're thinking cute and everybody keeps asking about them so i don't know this lady i can't vouch for her at all besides her printables are awesome and they're free she sells some things on there i guess so if you go to designs by nicolina and we'll put the link on the website dot blogspot.com you can get the cutest um printables I like the one that says for my senior, this is my last first day of school. Oh, I loved that. It's a fun one. And then I get people on there like, young lady, that's not true. You have lots of school left, college. I'm like, that doesn't really count. She's not going to go, I'm not giving her a ride to college. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the first day of school, like, get in the car with your new backpack. (laughs) No. Yeah, no. It's not the same. Yes, they're right. She's going to have other first days probably, but it isn't the same. You're not going to have your mom saying, okay, smile. I just stand outside. I just stand outside and my husband took a picture of me with a sign with my weight. First day of Weight Watchers. (laughs) I'm doing it. (laughs) You are so funny. I know. Like, what can we join? Like, what kind of thing can we join, like, that you would take a picture for adults? When would we do that? First day of yoga. <laughs> yeah, Zumba. Oh, we're Zumba. First yeah. day of Zumba. Outside of the gym. First day, First day of, of the gym. CrossFit. Oh, that'd be, like, the we last day tried. of CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> Very good for you, and I I can't, I don't really do well at that. Um, I'm serious. I'm going to take a picture of that. That's going to be funny. That's my next one. So, yeah, that's my, our first day. And I feel like they've been in school for like a month, and it's been, you know, two days. Has it only been two days? It's oh only been Lord, two days. It's Tuesday. 
Friday. It's not even as the um, the camel would say on the TV set. It's not hump day yet. Oh my lord! Yeah. It's gonna be a long year, everyone. It's gonna yeah. be a long year. If you saw my whiteboard, I think so too. Yeah. Now, do you have a whole whiteboard of activities like people of a million children have, or not so much? Um, what do you guys have I to do organize have a new stuff? thing on my on my um, refrigerator. I bought it at Staples. It's from Martha mm-hmm. Stewart. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. adhesive, re- reusable, removable sticker, and it has a calendar. Because I don't really have a wall that I can put it on in the kitchen. There's not a lot of wall yeah. space. It's just very I know. You narrow. You have cabinets. Oh, so sad. <laughs> I have a cabinet there. It's a hard, it's so a hard life it with all there. those cabinets. Yeah. So it's got a ca- it's a calendar. Uh, it's just one week. And then underneath that, because I keep everything in my phone, but um, right. underneath that it's a little mini same thing sticker but it's and it's mm-hmm. removable it's a chalkboard so i can erase what's Ooh. on there so one's dry erase and one's a chalkboard i'm not sure how the chalkboard's going to work it's more for like what's for dinner tonight kind of thing right but the other is a calendar like this these are the most immediate things coming up that we cannot miss like the termite right. inspection like today that happened that oh. was still the guy was like 40 minutes late and i was freaking out you um, but he finally showed up yeah, so far so good. What's well, a new? It's yeah. a new house, newer house. What we have when you have four children, I have a gigantic whiteboard that I I'm always trying organizational ideas. I try, often I fail. Um, yeah, so tonight they're back them. to school battle plans. So yeah, we want to hear what are yeah. your um, organization tips. I don't. My t- my tips are, you better get a calendar, and it better be visible for everyone, <laughs> and don't play around. I download the calendars from the school and just sit there like a mad woman, filling it in, everything that is coming up, school-wise. Because things that my kids have signed up for, dance and whatnot, I'm aware of because I paid for them. Um, So I don't usually miss dance class. But, like, school events, those will pass me by and I'll have no idea they took place. Like, say, the junior parent meeting. Hmm. Missed it last year. Had no idea. So I'm telling you, get on your school's website, especially if you have middle school and up, because they don't send papers home anymore. Sixth grade moms, they won't send any papers. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> You're right. You do have to get up there and um, get on the website and see. And those yeah. those meetings are really important. They tell you lots of yeah. important things. Yeah, that's a good one. So I'm just all about getting your kids' calendars and your calendar and syncing them up. And I can't do it online because I don't know why. Like, I don't charge my phone and whatnot, and I don't know what's happening. It's a hard life I've got. With my I, well, I kind phone. of, like, I have a printed calendar I keep on my desk. And then I also have one that's in my phone. But it's really, all I do is just print out my phone calendar for my iPhone. I just print it out. And you then I'll do that? write new things. Yeah. What in the what? Are you, are you serious right now? <laughs> oh I'm, not joking. I'm not trying to be funny. Check are you not serious? Check this out. So when you open up your what? computer, you click on the little calendar, and, yes. and your calendar is going to be there, and you just print it out, like how many months, three months. And it should be syncing with your phone. 
still have any And my iPad also? Me? Yes. Are you kidding me right now? How no, come I didn't know that? Well, I just got this this summer, so it's not like I've gone a whole year without this knowledge. Everyone, did you all know that? Put it on Facebook. i got to know if I'm the only one who is clueless. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So Maybe yeah, I have so this on the I battle do. plan for back to school. <laughs> you print it out, your calendar from your phone, you print it out, and then I keep that on my desk. And then when I'm making new appointments, usually I'm not really good at um, – one or the other. Like I'll either write it on the calendar and add it to my phone later or put it in my phone and then print out a new calendar because that way I can handwrite. Because sometimes right. I just like to write things down. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Are so. you kidding me? I'm doing that right now as soon as we start this interview. <laughs> I'm checking it out. So okay. what do we have first? Because right. I need a battle plan. I also need some other things. So what do we have going on? Okay, so up first we're going to talk to you. So tonight is jam-packed. So right now we're going to take a break, and then when we get back we are going to be joined uh, by a Sears rep, Brian Hanover, who is awesome. And if you've ever tried to get in or even heard about the Sears Heroes at Home Wish Registry, he's here to share all the details because it opens on Thursday the 29th at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern. And really the slots fill up in like less than an hour. And oh, it's crazy. It's you, crazy competitive. Yeah, you don't. You want to be at your computer. You don't want to mess around if you are even <laughs> remotely interested. So, and then I later know people we'll who have gotten that. that. We have. Oh, cool, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. neat. I haven't. Yeah, but you have I would to hear about it like, like a week later. Well, that's what we're here to do. We're here to serve and inform. So my military listeners are going to be in the mix. We're all going to get a card, everybody. Yes. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yes, yeah, so, so we're going to take a break, and then uh, we'll be back with him, and then after that we're going to start more of, of our back-to-school battle plan. Um, excuse me. Tips awesome. and tricks. All right. All right. right. We don't go anywhere. It's going to be really fun. We'll be right back after the break. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA, we know what it means to serve. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Joining us is Brian Hanover with Sears. He's here to share with us the details about this year's Sears Heroes at Home Wish Registry. Brian, welcome to the show. 
Thanks for having me, Wendy. Oh, you bet. We're excited to talk about this program. We've actually been a part of it in years past, so it's a program near and dear to our hearts, so we definitely want to get the word out. So can you tell us what's the inspiration behind the Heroes at Home Wish wish Registry for those that maybe aren't familiar? Sure thing. Well, Wendy, this is actually the sixth year, so happy that you uh, are somewhat familiar with it and have participated in the past. You know, the inspiration is really the, the thousands of that there are thousands of America's military members who who are deployed this holiday season, uh, who will be unable to join their families, and so we created this wish registry program to give Americans a way to make the holiday season a bit brighter for both soldiers and their families. And what we do is we open the wish registry. It's going to start for donations at all Sears stores across the country on September 1st and ask people to donate funds. And then what we do, um, we we accept those funds through November 22nd, and we turn around and we give out 100% of those funds donated to military families to buy gifts for their loved ones. I just think that's so great because so many times we give to a charity and we've all seen those lists of charities that have really high operating costs and you think your full dollar is going to your chosen charity and maybe only 10 cents on the dollar really is. I think that would That's an excellent, excellent point. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So you give a dollar to this program, that dollar in its entirety will be given to a military family. Wow. All right, so how many military families have been selected since the inception of the program? You said that it's been this is the sixth year. It is, yes. So through the first five years, we've been able to help more than 100,000 families. Uh, We're able to accept about 20,000 families every year in the program. And that's uh, we've been able to raise through the generosity of our our members and our customers and our associates a little over $18 million over that time. That's amazing. Gosh. We're we're proud of it. We're proud of it. And it. And it's really it's the generosity of everyone out there, I think, I think Americans in general, you know, the, the support for our military is, is tremendous. It's probably at an all-time peak in terms of, of the respect people have for those who make the sacrifices every day on behalf of our country. And, you know, you probably hear among your friends and neighbors, and, oh, you know, we're so appreciative, we're so appreciative, and the thank yous are fantastic. This is a way to go oh, just even a little step further. Next time you're at your local Sears and you're checking out, um, it's just a very simple act. You can donate $1, $5, $10, any amount that you wish. Um, and that's a little further way to show your appreciation and your thanks. That's awesome. Who is eligible to register? We are. We have it open to anybody who is, is active duty. So anybody who is currently listed in the Department of Defense database uh, as of August 29th, they are eligible. Do you have to be married? I had I, that was one of the questions that we had sent to us was, what if you're not married? Do you, can you still register? Oh, absolutely. Yes, we. Uh, that's not that's not, not something we check at all. Um, okay. So we frankly won't know if you are married or not. Uh, <laughs> the only requ- the only requirement is that you are active active duty. So you know, and and it's it's meant to help out not just people who are married with kids, but perhaps you're a military member and you're, you're helping out your immediate family, your your parents, uh, maybe you have a sibling. I mean, when you receive this e-gift card at the end of the program, it's yours to do what you wish with it. No, there's no requirement that you are married. What happens if you are married and let's say your spouse is deployed right now 
and you or will be on the 29th. Can spouse register the service member? Yes, that's a great question as well. The answer is yes. If you have your spouse's information, um, all of their, you know, we need the, the, the military member's name, of course, a home address, date of birth, and email address. And that's really all that we do need. So if, uh, if your spouse is deployed and, and unable to get to a computer at the time of, of the registration, which is on Thursday, August 29th, 1 p.m. Central Time, then you can, as that soldier's spouse, register on behalf of someone else. Okay. So for the email address, that does, does that have to be an official military address, or can it just be a regular? It can be any email address, yeah. Okay. That's important. Because yes. some people might think, oh, it has to have a .army, .mil, or .navy, .mil, or .whatever, sure. .mil address. All right, and so if a spouse can register a service member, can a mom or dad register for them if they're not married? Yes, yes, that can happen if as they're well. Deployed. As long, yeah, as long as you have that, that information that I mentioned, that you can, you know, a, a parent can register a son or daughter. I should throw out there how to register and where to go. And you want to go to www.sears.com slash heroes at home. That's all one word, heroes at home. Put that website in your favorites folder, <laughs> bookmark <laughs> it, <laughs> make an appointment on your phone so that way you get an alert. I can share it. In years past, I have, like, set an alarm in my phone. I've been on the side of the road going, oh, my gosh, I, I forgot I was supposed to be home, and here I am going to the commissary or whatever <laughs> and pull over and be on my phone trying to get online and um, register online. And I remember one year our son was in the Navy. He's since has gotten out he's and he's using his GI bill to go to school he was gone and so we registered him for yep. the wish wish registry and That's so great. we were able to do our family and him he was also selected it's it's just a nice thing and you know my husband at the time he cuz you wait for that email were you accepted? Yeah. <laughs> All of yes. your friends are like posting on Facebook. Oh my gosh, I got my email from Sears. I'm accepted. Um, <laughs> first, and he's like, "That's for tools, you know, because if you know, all guys like tools. I mean, yes, you can buy all kinds of other things, toys and Christmas decorations, but my gosh, if 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 nothing else, a tool or two, and you'll be the most, you know." <laughs> Amazing wife Absolutely. or mom or yeah. dad. No, I mean, Sears is, has a great reputation for tools. Of course, we we're, we have exclusivity on the Craftsman brand. That's, you know, people have grown up with Craftsman tools. Their 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 fathers use Craftsman tools. We guarantee them for life. They're they're fantastic tools. So yes, that is a, a popular item that people use their gift cards with uh, to purchase. And you're referring to, of course, when um, you know the popularity of this program has grown just exponentially over the years. So, you know, it, when we mention when you talk about being in the car at that time, you know, I think it's it's good to point out that those slots, even though we have 20 slots available, people know about this program and fill those up very very quickly, literally within a matter of less than an hour, we're able to fill all those slots. Um, so it shows the need is great and the interest is there. We wish we could we could accept as many people as who want to be in the program, but we just we have to put a, a limit on it at some point. 
so the amount that we give out is significant um, to all the people in it. Sure. And, again, Sears' generosity is so amazing. And I will encourage our listeners, you really do have to be at your computer, on your phone, at the ready, because, you know, in years past, I mean, people have registered and there's been, like, you know, the, the website kind of freezes and you're not really sure, did it go through, did it not go through, do I need to resubmit it? So a little bit of patience in the process, I think, is very much needed. And really to realize that it is a gift and that it's not an entitlement, so to speak. And then if you get in, it's a bonus. If you don't, try again next year. You, you know, it doesn't hurt to try. So, But that the level of expectation is one of, like, if you get it, great. If not, yes, it's disappointing, but realize that you're you're in there with, gosh, you know, about a million probably other people trying to get in at the same time for 20,000 slots, which isn't a whole lot, but it is a lot. I mean, it is a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might not no, sound we like appreciate a whole lot, that. But it really is, yeah. And, and, and you just and have to be patient. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, patience is the key, and we appreciate your, you know, that is absolutely the, the attitude uh, that I think the most people have. There's certain people who, who, who grumble about uh, sometimes if the, if the site slows down or sometimes it's uh, – you know, it's a matter of so many people trying to get in into it at, at one time. There is, there are capacities on some of that technology, but you know, we do our best and, and know that it's very important to us, and we take it very seriously, and you know, want everybody to have a fair shot at it. That is what is paramount to us, and that you know, not, unfortunately, we just we're not going to be able to accept everybody in it. But like you said, um, if you get in, fantastic, and if not, there is next year. We hope. <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay, so if people have more questions about registering and other things, where can they go again? Yeah, the best place to go, this is for Registry Day, and it's Thursday, 8, August 29th at 1 p.m. Central. And any time before that, they can go to www.sears.com slash heroes at home, all one word, and they can find out more information. There's an FAQ, a Frequently Asked Questions link there, as well as the terms and conditions on the site, and they can click and learn more about it. Okay, fabulous. Well, thanks, Brian, for taking time out of your day to chat with us about this great program. Oh, thank you for helping us get the word out. It's been our pleasure, and just thank you to you and to Sears for all your continued support and generosity shared towards military families. You have a great day. Thanks, you too. All right, everybody, we've been talking with Brian Hanover with Sears. Heroes at Home Wish Registry. For more information, visit Sears.com slash Heroes at Home. And remember, set an appointment with yourself. The registry opens the 29th of August at 1 p.m. Central. Hey, gang, where's the party right here? This is the money man, Eddie Money. You're listening to Military Life Radio. Welcome back to the show, everybody, and thanks to Brian, who talked with us earlier today. So, I feel like okay, I'm going to be like eBay. Over to... <laughs> like, you know, you want to win something on eBay? You have to wait, wait. Two windows. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be doing. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You have so totally have to set yourself an appointment to try. I do. Yeah. It's That's like, it's, it's, really it's exciting. Yeah. I always, I always like, like, fun stuff like that. Sears is so, cool. Take, big shout out to Sears. And I also want to say, when you're choosing uh, to shop this, Back to school time frame because the donations kick in on the 1st of September, I think he said. So choose Sears, everybody, if you can, if you've got a lot of shopping to do or you've got um, a, a Sears is in the mall and you're walking by and it's like you've got to get stuff, choose Sears. And then when you're at the counter, choose to donate. 
you know, uh, we can all donate a dollar or whatever is most comfortable to go into the big pot that will support military families this holiday season. That'd be cool. Especially when it's time to Christmas shop. I know, very cool. Okay. All right, so let's switch gears to battle plan for back to school. Yep. And before we do Chris's Corner, I wanted to ask you if you had a battle plan tip for uh, back to school uh, evening routine. Okay, so um, I know what I've kind of tried to instill in my girls, and I asked, so I asked my senior, when she's um, going to be she's a senior this year, what she thought was a great idea. So I talked to her about that right now. So she's like, okay, I know. <laughs> she like knew exactly. And while I mean, she was in the closet <laughs> picking her outfit. all this experience. Well, I mean, she struggles with organization, and just be, so she has to have a plan or she fails. So. Um, she said, have everything. She said, have your kids lay everything out. She goes, even their socks and their shoes. And she goes, first you can check their outfit to see if it's appropriate because can you tell I might have, and not like they wear inappropriately, like um, not nice clothes, but like maybe not matching clothes. My son tried to wear the first day of school a plaid top and some plaid shorts. Not, not oh, you want them to wear the same plaid, but they were completely <laughs> different plaid. So when they lay things out, you can have that battle in the evening and not when you're tired and need your coffee. So she said, have everything laid out and your backpack and everything ready to go in one spot. So she goes, if you wake up late, it's not a big deal because you can get dressed fast because everything's laid out and you can just grab your backpack and you go. Can you tell she wakes up late? But <laughs> Love it. So, yeah, so she just said, make sure, even socks, That she was adamant about the socks and shoes because she said you'll be looking for shoes in the morning you won't know where you left your shoes so everything laid out backpack packed yeah everything going so you could just jump out you i'm telling you the fight with the kids bound to happen especially if you're particular about how how your kids dress i used to be like that when they were the older ones were younger now i'm just like i love it it looks awesome um i like the green on green look so, my son says he can rock it. I don't know. So, um, you can really have those kind of problems in the evening when, when you have the energy to really either stick to your guns or find a better compromise, you know. So, I would suggest a compromise section. Um, as it's like, I like it. my daughter, when I, when I told her not to take, wear something, I'm like, why are you wearing that? You look homeless. And she's like, Mom, let me express myself. Do my clothing. I was like, fine. <laughs> and she dresses fine. I mean, I well, you're right. You got to pick your battle. For... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you what, really hate something and you think it's sense. not nice, lose it in the laundry. You don't know what happened to it. It just disappeared. That works with many ugly, too. Many ugly skirt have disappeared in the laundry. Yeah, many uh, ugly or um, old pair of shorts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my Where's goodness. My whatever Things shorts. Where you? I don't even. You know. met him in? Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than have That's the battle, awesome. I mean, really, it's not worth it. So, okay, so there is a great tip for your evening routine that will translate into a peaceful morning and a better experience of trying to get the kids out the door to get them ready and out the door so okay all right 
We are going to take another quick break, and we're back with Krista's Corner. She's going to share her tips for back-to-school battle plan. And then later, Denise Albert, we still have that interview for you all, too. So hang out with us. Don't go anywhere. We have a great rest of the show planned for you all. We'll be right back. Up next, we're going to talk about having a battle plan to have a successful start to the school year. And with summer ending and our more relaxed schedules, we're going to talk about how we can be more organized so in turn our kids are more organized to be a success in the classroom. So, Krista, we have lots of topics to talk about today, and we have a cool interview that we're going to play later with um, Denise Albert. So excited about that. Let's get started. What do you think we should do first, nighttime routines or should we do school supplies? What sounds better? Um, We could do nighttime routines. Yeah? Okay, so what are some things that you do with your nighttime routines that make your kids more successful in the morning? Well, I think the key for my family, and I have four little ones, so it probably changes as the kiddos get older. But for me, um, they tend to stay up later in the summer, so I think that it's important to kind of ease them back into going to bed on time and not trying to do it last minute. So what I try to do is like a couple weeks before school starts, I, like instead of the kids being allowed to play outside till 9 or something when I really want them to be winding down around 8, I won't change their bedtime, you know, drastically, but I try to like move it by, move. first off I move, like, instead of them playing outside for the, like, right up until they go to bed, I'll say, like, why don't you come in and wind down and watch a show or we'll read together or whatever. And we kind of take that sort of outdoor time away. And then I ease into the actually, like, going to bed 15 minutes earlier for that week or so before school actually begins so that they're back to a more productive sleep schedule. I know it's so hard to get them to go to bed earlier because the, the sun on a lot of times is still hasn't set yet. Yeah. You know, it's like and sunny like, outside. It's like, that. what do you mean <laughs> you want me to go to bed right now? <laughs> but I think there's something about that, like having that downtime in between, because I used to in the past try to just say, you know, like start everything earlier, and that didn't work. Like move play time up and move back time up and move everything up. like, And it didn't work as well as, the, okay, you can still, like, we're just going to do something inside. So even if they're not asleep, at least they're used to having that wind-down time where if you transition that in, I think it makes the leap so much easier. Yeah, I like that idea. One thing we used to do, too, with Christian is we would have him put his pajamas on a little bit earlier. And so then that way, even if he still had an hour before bedtime, the fact that he was in his pajamas, it signaled okay, now Mom's serious. She's not just saying I have to go to bed early. Here I am in my pajamas, so it helped him understand, okay, we are really going to be going to bed earlier. Because, um, <laughs> like, we were talking about this earlier. It's follow-through. That's the problem. We all know what we should do. It's following through and saying, okay, you're going to bed in 30 minutes. And then 28, 29 minutes, 30 minutes, okay. Do I mean what I say, or is it 40 minutes later? And I'm like, oh. That's right. You're supposed to be in bed. Come on, let's go. It's like follow through. So that's kind of the key for us. Is I, I would have to force myself, even if I put a little timer on my phone, because we get distracted. 
Yeah, and I think that, like, with all the other coaching tips that I share, I think you sort of have to, it's not about the particulars, it's about kind of visualizing how your evening routine should look and, you know, what that entails and kind of just if it were an ideal world and, like, how would your evening routine be. And right now, and that can transition, you can, you know, you can copy the same technique to do the same thing with your morning routine. But if you kind of think about how do I want my evening routine to be, do I want it to be, oh, no, time got away, and I'm screaming at the kids, like, go to bed, it really is late, or do I want to, you know, whatever, have some sort of a ritual where, like, you make a cup of tea and you read together or you do, you know, you're reading your book and he's reading his book or whatever it is, but that it it kind of, if you can kind of imagine what would be better, it just really, really helps with the overall kind of feel of the evening. Like, oh, wouldn't it be great to wake up and have my clothes laid out if that's for you? Like, it's not going to be the same for everyone. That's why I like the idea of just visualize what would be perfect for you and then try to move towards that slowly versus, um, you know, just doing things that you read about or that other people are doing that might not work for your family. I think you really have to be unique with your evening routine depending on the family and depending on the kids and what's going on. Very good. And I and I think even if you find yourself listening to this, you know, segment and it's two weeks into school or even a month into school and you're struggling with your nighttime routine to follow that advice of what visually would you consider to be a, how you would want your evening to go. And it may be different for everyone. I think that's a good, a good tip. Um, because I think that the... You know, the particulars are going to change throughout the year, but if you just have sort of a vision of how the night goes, like sometimes I make steel-cut oats the night before and put them in the crock pot so that when I get up in the morning, I don't have to, you know, quote-unquote deal with breakfast. Like I pull out, a, you know, pull out raisins and different tops. Like I have four kids, so they have different tastes, but like I do the basic oatmeal in the crock pot, and then in the morning I can say, here's raisins, here's chocolate chips, here's this, here's that. And like it's one thing is done. So by visualizing, you know, what would make tomorrow better? And it could be little things like let's start, you know, let's preset the coffee cup or the coffee pot or let's, um, you know, get all the book bags organized or whatever it is that it's going to be that overall feel of let me take five minutes to plan, you know, how my evening slash move into morning is going to go calm, cool, collected, easy breezy. (laughs) So... Um, you know, I don't think it's about doing the same thing every week, but it's kind of creating that feel. I like it. You mentioned you've got, like, you've got four kids. So I want to talk about tips for moms that have three or more kids. I think that for me what helps is trying to be a little bit more of a systems thinker than a task master. So what I try to do, and, you know, I'm not, obviously I'm not perfect at it, but um, I like, like, the Avery binders that, and you can put, I know everybody's into the electronics, and there's a lot of good programs out there like Cozy, C-O-Z-I dot com, and there's a lot of electronic calendars. And my my two of my kids go to one school and two go to the other school, and one school has the electronic calendar, so it literally syncs to my phone, so I know, you know, every day that they don't have school and what's going on, and I'm all linked in electronically. But with all the latest and greatest with technology, I'm still a little bit old-fashioned. And I feel like with four kids, what helps me is I have this, like, master notebook in the kitchen, and it's, like, old-fashioned, like an Avery three-ring binder or whatever, and it has loose-leaf paper in it. And I put, um, it has, like, 12 sections for each month. And I put in things 
that are what I call like master calendar items. So, in, like I still use my iPhone for like my day-to-day scheduling, like Alexa's dance class or Elijah has karate or whatever. But then I have this master calendar. So I'll put things in there. So I'll like turn to August and it'll be things that I have to do for August. So it might say, um, you know, sign the kids up for dance or it could be anything. You know, it's going to be based on your family. But when you see yourself doing something, it's a system thing. So for me, this month it said, you know, check the fire detectors and check the, um, like make sure all the kids have had their physical and you fax that paperwork that you need to to the elementary schools so that they know that, um, like one of my kids has allergies, like that that form is done. So I know that like every August I have to do that. So that would go in that section. Um, and I would just jot it down in this binder when I think of it, and then it's like makes everything easier because you're creating these systems. So I think that that works like really, that. really well in terms of just keeping up to date with systems. And then I have the same, I have like a whole teleclass actually that I teach on creating these systems to be organized because there's so much paper coming in during the beginning of the school year that if you have a system like, okay, with kids' artwork, I take a picture of it and it goes on this file on my computer and then I can make an art book on Snapfish later. Like, I'm not going to put every piece of art up on the walls when you have four kids. Um, you know, like, I have a system for school photos. I have a system for school art. I have a system for, like, the papers are coming in. So that all of a sudden when you, you know, you take – it sounds bad when you think that one kid does. You can put it on your wall, but when you have four, it's, like, too much. So you have to create a new system. Um, so that would be kind of my tip is to think about what are you doing. And if, if people are more techie than I am, then they might want to do it all, like, a master calendar tech-wise. But I like having the binder right on the counter that's like, okay, we have to remember that every, you know, every April we got to do X, Y, Z. And that works really well for us. I like that. And I think even if you do have one kid, you can still do a binder. I have a binder. And then also I like the idea of taking pictures of the artwork because even if you do have one kid, you can share that, you know, with other family members. And then plus, yeah, you can get a great gift torn or it's a great or, holiday yeah. gift. Yeah, it Coffee doesn't get like that's a, that's a cool idea. I like it. So I and I also think just like for me, whenever I hear moms' strategies for organiz, organizing their kids' activities and day, I I think to myself, and you could do this at any stage. Well, okay, if they can do it and she can do it, and she's got two kids and I only have one, then I'm I, okay, great. Or it could even be well, if she can do it, she has four kids and I only have two, or I only have three, up down the line. I think it just is encouraging to know, okay. Because there's always somebody that has more kids than you that somehow has figured. I mean, I watch the Duggar show sometimes, and I am like, these people have this down to a science. Look at their pantry. Well, maybe my pantry is just like a, like a hundredth of the size, but I can make sure that my cans and stuff are, you know, I can see the labels and have it look orderly so that way I know where to find stuff when it comes. Um, so I think all these little tips, just because you don't have the same situation, you can still take something from it. And I think it's so encouraging that we can share what we've learned yeah. along the way. And, and sometimes you can tweak things. Like if somebody, if something works for someone, you can do it a little bit different. Like I know some people that have multiple kids use this, um, like onceamonthmom.com to come up with, like they make all their food once a month or there's things like dream dinners where you make a bunch of meals ahead of time. And for me that doesn't work. 
but I like to do like a bunch of food prep on Sundays. So I just kind of do it for the week. So you can take like a plan and modify it. Um, I love, you know, making snacks for the kids. Like I, this summer my kids were in Smuggler's Notch and they made all homemade snacks every day. So I grabbed some of those recipes. I'm even going to share one on a PDF for this for this show, but like a granola bar recipe. And that's something you could do with the kids on Sunday and then they have granola bars all week for their snack. And it's something fun that they can like participate in and do it. Now, I don't want to do that once a month. Like I like just kind of doing it. If we're home on a Sunday, we'll do it. If not, we'll do it another week. Um, and my husband and I do like to, you know, prep some of our food for the week. And that for us, but you got to just do what works for your family. But I think you can take some tips and tricks and modify them. Like I got that idea of food prepping from going to Dream Dinners once and realizing this exact thing is, you know, is kind of like too much of the same food and it filled up our freezer too fast and it like wasn't ideal, but we tweaked the plan and kind of do our own little version of it. Yeah, I like that. I just watched an episode on um, the Food Network. I can't remember which, it might have been the Pioneer Woman, where she did freezer cooking and she made a bunch of stuff and she did such a, I mean, it was great. I was so inspired. So I'm going to let you all know how that goes when I do some freezer cooking. Um, and I think that works okay, really so well in the beginning of the school year. You know, get the crock pot out and make a couple easy things so that that's one less hassle. Like if you're dealing with a new routine in the morning that you don't have to deal with dinner, like you just throw it in the crock pot. Um, like make your life easier and don't try to do it, you know, don't try to change everything at once. Like make something that maybe you were doing a little bit better job of in the summer make it easier for you yes okay so we have about five minutes left krista and we have two things to get to but i want to let everybody know as we continue to develop our new show the military spouse show we're looking for your questions we're going to post something on our blog post for this episode we want you to leave us your question we'll leave a phone number where you can dial in and then we'll play that on an upcoming episode and we can answer your question so we invite you guys to think about what you would like us to answer. And there's no there's no limits on the questions, right? We're going to answer whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, we'll answer we're anything. Here, we're, we're here kind to of, serve. Ask away. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're kind of scared and excited at the same time. So I know. We're like, yeah, 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 we want questions. Oh, no, what if we don't know the answer? Well, we'll figure it out. So call in with your yes. questions. Yes, we want to make that part of this show. So help us to do that by leaving us a message with your question, and we'll post the number on the blog post. Okay, so next thing that we want to we, – on our interview that we're playing later, we talk a, lot of bit, a little bit about school supplies. So do you have any kid-approved school supplies that you want to share, one or two maybe? Um, I just get exactly what's on my kids' list from their schools to get, and I'm real careful, and I share this caution with other people listening um, to just stick to the list because there's so much marketing going on right now and it's the second busiest um, time of the year to buy, you know, besides the holidays. The second busiest. Yes, I think that we have to be careful because there's so many beautiful displays of, like I was going in and buying my kids exactly what they needed off the list, like 10 dry eraser markers or whatever. And there's so many beautiful displays. And you get pulled into that, well, do I need new stickies and do I need this $36 pen that's on sale for 10 and do I need this and do I need that? And my suggestion is stay away from all the back-to-school bargains. I mean, if the kids need a new backpack, go get one at Aldi's at $6.99 and save yourself from overspending. And um, they don't need a new backpack every year and they don't need new clothes every single season. And I feel like we get pulled into this 
hype of the season, and because I'm such a big declutterer with my clients, um, and that's a huge part of my life coaching practice is getting people to declutter, I feel like use the last week of the summer to look through your kids' closets and get rid of, you know, what they don't need and what they're not wearing and what's too small and what's covered in grass stain and, you know, try to get it off with a stain stick, but if you can't, um, you know, get rid of what you absolutely need to get rid of and, like, take an inventory of do you really need anything new because I went through my daughter's closet and did just that and I realized, you know what, she has tons of dresses that still fit her. She's four and she was three and everything still fits and all she needs is, like, a couple pairs of new tights and she's good to go for the school year. So instead of getting drawn into some, you know, back-to-school sale or getting on Amazon.com, which can be scary and just click-click and overspending and, you know, getting something on sale but then paying interest on your credit cards, I feel like literally just get what you need, that's it. And then in New England, the weather isn't even cold yet, so you have some time. Like you can buy a sweater in two months if you really need a sweater. You don't need to get it the week, you know, the second week of August where you can be tempted by the shopping craze. So I say stay away, and all the articles say be prepared, and my thing is put it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I subscribe to that theory, yeah. I, I, th- I don't think every kid needs a new wardrobe at the start of school, and there's been plenty of years where Christian didn't need a new backpack, and he just carried the same one, and he liked it being a little worn and, you know, kind of like your favorite jacket or favorite pair of shoes. It, you know, it's kind of like, okay, I've had this now, and he took care of it. And, yeah, so I I totally am on board with that. Um, yeah, we don't need to buy. I saw the latest thing the other day was, like, these, like, magnetic chandeliers, mini chandeliers for the lockers. And I'm like, okay, if your kid wants to, if I had a girl, if she wanted to, like, do an extra chore to earn the money to buy the mini chandelier, well, if that's how you want to spend your money, okay, but I'm not buying that chandelier. <laughs> what will they think of next? I'm like, wow. They just oh want goodness. your money. Yeah, I'm not. My kids are um, old enough to want chandeliers yet, but, um, you know, it's yeah, they're little in plastic. Habit you know, of not, but, yeah not falling into the media, you know, to the kind of the trap of, you know, shopping just to shop. So I think it's it's a good time to, um, like I said, declutter, get rid of stuff, and then see, like, is there one or two things that you might need that make you feel really good about yourself, that help you to start the school year fresh, and, um, you know, you can get a good deal on something, or, you know, the kids feel good about themselves because their clothes fit properly. But just try to stick more to needs than... Um, you know, than just going out and overspending because the credit card yeah. bill in October isn't going to feel as good um, no, as if it's you can not. kind of avoid the whole phase. And so I that's think like for us, too. Thing. No, that's Go it. Ahead, that's just like my big takeaway with the whole back-to-school thing. Yeah, I, I, I think that's great. And, you know, if you're – I just wrote about this. If you're trying to make your um, deployed mom or dad be part of the school supply shopping list because it is fun to get pencils and paper or even just the process you know maybe your your kid doesn't need the new $50 backpack because they already have one but you know that you're you know for Craig he's a big Captain America fan like we have he has a Captain America thing on his desk and he doesn't buy a lot of stuff the fact that he has that is 
kind of surprising. So, you know, even if it's just like a pack of pencils that you spend a dollar on that has whatever character-themed design on it, it costs you a dollar, you could probably get it at the dollar store, and maybe your kid maybe doesn't really like Captain America, but they know their dad does, and dad's deployed, and it's kind of like, okay, this is kind of cool, this is from your dad, and even he would be proud to carry this on their first day of school. And it, it's not like a, a huge thing. It's not a, definitely not a need-based thing, but something that you could, you know, spice up the school supply shopping on, on, in an area that wouldn't cost a lot of money and still has some personality. Uh, to yeah, I love that. That's your kids, super cute. Your, you know, so cushion was always a big thing about that. So um, their pencils are a yeah. big thing. I, you know? I mean, I love the whole, I love, like, getting, I still remember when I was a kid going out with my dad and getting, like, paper and pencil and supplies, like, the things that you actually need. I think that that's super fun. I just think it's, you have to be cautious with the clothing stores and all the Yes. Okay, so wrapping up, we have just a couple minutes left, and we, we're going to talk about how not to break the budget, and I think that we've given you some great tips for that. And do you have any other how not to break the budget when you're when you're wanting to purchase not only school supplies and clothes, but what about, like, all of these? There's always, like, other things that cost money, like, you know, the book covers, you know, the cover of the textbooks, and then there's this club or that club or all of these little things that cost extra money and the kids come home. They have to have an agenda book. The agenda book costs $20. Any other tips that you can think of for how not to break the budget? I think you have to plan for it throughout the year if you know that this is a month where you're going to spend a little bit more. Like I know my kids, I really limit their activities, but they still do have some activities that – um you know, we have to pay for ballet class and pay for karate and things like that. So if you can kind of plan throughout the year and know that it's coming so that you're not, like, charging things that you can't afford, that always helps. And I always, I think that there's sometimes ways that you can stretch the dollar. Like, do you really need the fancy-schmancy agenda book? Or could you use, you know, do it in another way? Like, if you, instead of getting, the, I don't know, the five-section binder that's super expensive, you know, maybe you... Um, use those little sticky notes and make like five sections in your loose leaf paper and just write with a black little marker, math, science, reading or whatever. Like, do you really need extra um, fancy, fancy of everything? And I think if you kind of keep it simple and really stick to the list, I find that you're not spending as much. I've had moms kind of complain to me and say, oh, my gosh, we had to spend blah, blah, blah on the school supplies, and I would say, oh, that's weird because we have the same age kids and the same lists, and I only spent, you know, like under $30, and how did you spend all that? And she's like, well, I did get this, or well, like when you really kind of boil it down, they did buy other things, or well, they just needed new shoes, or they just needed this, or how do you do that? And I'll say, you know what, I go into Savers, which is like a big brother, six sisters, and I go in there in August, and I say, okay, here's a size 4 T snowsuit, and it's $3, and I'm going to throw it in my <laughs> car, and I'm all set for winter. Um, so you have to kind of be mindful and know that, you know, make saving money be a, um, you know, you don't want money to be your main focus, but to be kind of have an awareness around money, where it's going, and have a budget, and, um, you know, live within that budget happily, but um, being smart, I think things like meal prepping for the week can save you a lot of money because you don't order takeout or, you know, buying the school supplies 
you know, in a month from now when they're on clearance versus buying them this week, you know, things like that. Like just being aware of um, those type of things. I usually buy my kids ski coats in the summer and in the winter, you know, buy their bathing suits, on, you know, like at the end of the season, buy for the next year. And that's a way that you can, you know, just have awareness around money and save money, but then also, you know, not not get pulled into this time of the year where everyone's like, oh, you know, 40% off all school clothes. And it's like, well, what do you really need? Yeah, and, you know, I didn't realize until this season that this is the next big shopping season for Americans after Christmas. More people spend money on back to school than anything else. I mean, first comes Christmas, then comes back to school. And I was shocked by that. I thought, gosh, do we really spend that much money? And I guess we do. So knowing yeah, that going in, I think is a big we're, thing. We're buying things. We're buying things like sweater, like in in a four season place. Like I'm in Connecticut, people are buying sweaters and fall coats now that they don't need for four months. You know, for two months at least, and then they're paying interest because they're putting it on the credit card, and then they're paying, like, whatever the crazy amount of interest is, which is more than the sale price. So it's better to just wait until you actually need the coat. And then by then, they'll probably go down in price. Absolutely. Because everything right yep. now, even though they're, they're saying sale, 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 it's, um, it's oftentimes cheaper to buy something in a couple of weeks. Like, you'll see in CVS, like, after two weeks after the school year starts, all the notebooks are super cheap. Yes, and a lot of times teachers, there'll be the school list that comes out, but then when you go to class on the first day, the teachers will give out an additional school supply list that may or not may not match what's been put out. So that was, that's a, another yeah, tip to have your child you go, go to, to school. Te- you'd be surprised if you go to a teacher and say, like, hey, you know, I'm like doing the Dave Ramsey total money makeover and I'm really working to pay off. That would it be okay if she just brought the composition book rather than this? Fancy, fancy, whatever. Like we're trying, you know, we're trying to also teach her that, that we're living within a budget. And you'd be surprised that you can, you know, you don't really need me, need, need every single thing. And there's so many. If you're a little creative, like you can just put out the word. Like I've done that. Um, you know that that uh, geometry thing with a pencil and like you spin it around. I had yeah, a client that wanted that. Is it a protractor? Yeah. 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 And she said, oh, I'm supposed to buy that and a special fancy calculator and this and that. And I said, you know what, there's probably like a math guy that has like the next biggest one or whatever. And literally right next to where I um, got my nails done was uh, a math tutor. And like I said, you know, can you get any of these? And she went and got a whole bunch of them. So you can be creative and like there's places like freecycle.com and a bunch of things where – or you can, you know, go to like a savers, you know, like I do, or Goodwill, or things like that, and you'd be surprised. You can find things um, if you don't just go to the most expensive store and get it right at the right most height of the, you know, the time where everybody's buying it. I think you can really, if you have the overall awareness, you can save. And I don't mean saving like spending tons and tons of time running around getting every deal because then you're spending too much time and money and gas when you could be, you know, whatever, working and making money. But it's finding that balance and just having a, having an awareness around it. Like you don't want to go to the other end of the spectrum where, you know, there's people that are have wasted millions of dollars in the dollar store because everything's such a deal. So you won't want to be such a bargain shopper that you're buying everything because it's cheap. You kind of really want to stick with 
Um, less is more, you know, buy quality, but don't buy a lot of what you don't need and try to get a good deal on what is your essentials. Yes. All right, everybody. Well, we hope that you have enjoyed our tips that we've given you today on creating a battle plan for back to school. And we look forward to um, putting this up on the web for you also so you can check out some of the links that we talked about. And we invite you to subscribe to the show via iTunes. And, Crystal, any final words before we go? Uh, My final word would be I think it's really important to make a little homework station for your kids so you have, like, a neat and tidy place in the kitchen or whatever to do homework. And I think that this helps you as a mom kind of keep a back eye on what's going on so that you're in the loop of how your kids are doing in school and you can tell if there's any places that they're struggling. And um, Tutor.com is a great company that will help military spouse, military, (laughs) military families, Um, I was going to say spouses, kids, but that came out wrong, Um, help military families, (laughs) tutor.com will help military families um, free of charge, like this summer my daughter was practicing her multiplication tables on, with tutor.com, so I just think it's a great service for military families, and um, And it's free for military families, yeah, free for military families, and like I said, if you have that little homework station in your kitchen and you can kind of oversee what the kids are doing, then you can utilize great services like Tutor.com. All right, everyone. And for more tips uh, on the and links to the sites that we talked about today, you can visit our website and just look up this show on our Back to School Battle Plan. Okay? We'll be right back after this break. U.S. Navy t-shirts, mugs, and more at NavyChief.com. Hot new designs for sailors, chiefs, officers, families, and all those who support our men and women in the United States Navy. NavyChief.com will ship anywhere in the USA, APOs and FPOs too. NavyChief.com offers silkscreen tees for your command, unit, ship, CPOAs, fundraisers, businesses, schools, and other special events. Let our in-house professional graphic artists design your next custom order. Huge selection of tees for only $10 each. NavyChief.com, supporting our shipmates since 1997. Veteran-owned, all NavyChief.com apparel is printed in the USA. Call us at 301-475-0437 or log on at NavyChief.com. Welcome back to the show, and today we're back with a real treat for you with Denise Albert. She's the co-founder of the lifestyle brand and event company, The Moms. We're talking about how to tackle that back-to-school battle with our kids, and she's going to share her tips to keep us organized for the new school year and how we can better stay organized throughout the next few months as we come back from the lazy days of summer into our new Uh, routines of getting back to school. So, Denise, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, you bet. It's such a treat to be able to talk to you. How can we, what are are some things that we can do? I mean, it's been summer. We're used to going to the beach. We're used to picnics and long days. How can we get our kids back to that early routine, and what are some tips that you might have for us? Well, thank you. Um, I have a lot of tips because we, um, as parents and kids, we're still focused on enjoying the summer with our kids, and you don't realize how fast the school year creeps back up. So I think the trick is to stay 
organized and get organized early so that you don't have to stress out later. And I'm working with some great companies to make that back-to-school transition a real breeze. Some of the tips are really, like, basic, but, you know, again, you're, you're thinking about the summer, so you're not thinking about it. But, you know, I would say you want to start by writing important school dates in your calendar so that you don't miss them and that your kids know what's coming up. You might want to write your child's teacher a short note to, to introduce yourself. And, of course, you want to plan your school supply shopping in advance, which I think means now for most people across the country, so that you're not that crazy parent aimlessly wandering from store to store, wasting time and money at the last minute. Well, yes, because a lot of times we can shop the sales, and if you know what's on the list, then you can space out that shopping over time right. so you're not. That's, that's right, and I think a lot of people probably have their lists already, um, and some, some schools are, are using different things, so you definitely want to follow your list. But one of my favorite things, again, because we're in the 21st century, is technology, and I'm a spokesperson today for ADT and a fan of the ADT Pulse Home Automation System, and this is really great for parents because it's more than a security system. It can be really helpful to streamline back-to-school routines. It enables you to lock your doors, arm your security system, turn off small appliances and lights right from your cell phone, which is amazing, and it makes that morning routine rush for parents to get their kids out the door much easier. And, again, as a busy working parent, you can also receive texts and email notifications with video clips so that you know if your kids have arrived home safely. Of course, if your kids are older, that's great. And it's like having a personal assistant that doubles as a security guard. But, again, if you're following your school list, most school lists, have scissors on them, and Fiskars Kid Scissors are the number one teacher-recommended brand. So another thing to watch while you're shopping, Fiskars, they have safety edge blades to protect the kids, yet they are still, they can still cut all classroom materials and fit kids' hands comfortably. They're made for ages four and up, and obviously for me too. And they make cutting fun, <laughs> easy, and safe for all the students in your house, and kids enjoy using them. Teachers recommend them, and moms trust them. Well, absolutely. I mean, we all know that name brand. It's very well-known. Now, I know you have two kids of your own, I read, and I'm wondering what are some kid-approved necessities for back-to-school that you could share? Yeah, well, there's, there's tons, and actually I was doing this with my son last night. Um, duct tape brands allow your kids to express their cre creativity by personalizing back-to-school supplies. My son last night was using some of their different designs to create his initials on his folders, and you can do it on anything like book bags, lockers. They have so many different vibrant range of colors and designs, and there's nude tape innovations like sheets and new duckling mini rolls and new prism tapes. So really this is a chance for your kids to be creative. My son was just by doing his initials. So, you know, he won't lose his folder now, and you can be, you know, use your imagination, and it's a nice project to do with your kids. School can be really stressful for kids and the anxiety of starting a new um, in a new classroom and a new teacher so taking time to do little projects like this to create some excitement around such a very unsure time for them would be a lot of fun and, and create some positive energy versus them concentrating on am I going to have any friends or is my best right. friend going to be in my class this year that kind of thing Right, well, I agree with you, and I think it's important to include your kids. Do the projects with them. 
take them shopping with you, you know. Again, now is the time to do that, and places like Walgreens offer great deals, and with over 8,000 locations nationwide, it's super convenient. So take your kids with you. Bring them into the process so that it's not stressful for them. Have them take their list with them. Um, head to Walgreens. Many schools also mandate certain immunizations, and so, again, it doesn't have to be a stressful thing for kids. You don't have to make an appointment, so that's good for the parents. So it really doesn't get any more convenient than that. I definitely involve my kids. You want to go over the list with them and bring them with you. Okay, fabulous. Now, for us that have more than one child and we're juggling two, three, four yeah. kids, you have how lots can of lists. we... Yes. How can we minimize our full plate? How can we be more efficient and preparing and then just staying on track with keeping track of all of these lists and binders and folders and all that? Right. Well, it takes a little work being a parent, but you want to you want to compare your lists and do all of your shopping at one time. Um, what I what I do is I I combine the lists. I obviously make a new list that has everything on it for both of my kids because they're different ages. And then I keep everything while you're shopping, like one for one kid, one for another. And then I come home and I actually just put them all, you know, together in like a little crate or something, so that one, you know, each of your kids' supplies are, are in one place for them, just to make it organized. How important is getting ready for school? Do you think the night before or the day before? That's a good question. My kids go to camp in the summer, and I get them. I, I started getting them ready the night before because I think it eases the stress of the morning routine. You know, I think the morning can get, you know, depending on when your kids get up. So, again, every family is different. My kids happen to be early risers, but I like to have a nice leisurely breakfast with them because that's like sort of our meal of the day together since I'm a working mom. So I like to try to get ready the night before. I think it just eases the stress. Uh, we try and do that here, too. Sometimes we're better than other times. <laughs> right, you exactly. Know? Well, none of us are uh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. But you do what works for um, you. That's my motto. You have to do what works for you. And what works for me isn't going to work for somebody else. So any other, like what happens when we're, let's say we're six weeks into school and we've got our routines established, but we've got like, now we have lots of homework and extracurricular activities. Do you have any tips for how we can keep it together once, we, once we're a little bit organized and we're we're into about the first month of school, and we've got lots of competing things happening. What are yeah, your tips think, for keeping that? I think that you really need to have a schedule, and you need to stick to it. You know, so if you know that your your child has an extracurricular activity one day, they know that when that activity is over, they're coming home and they're going to do their homework, and then it's dinner time. You know, I think if you stick to a routine, if your kids know in advance what your routine is, it makes everything move a lot smoother. At least it does in my home. And we talk about yes, it, correct. you know, talk about it so it doesn't come as a surprise so that in the morning you go through. I mean, my kids say, hey, Mom, what's today? What's today? What do we have today? What do we have tomorrow? My kids are very much into what the schedule is. So if I'm organized and if I'm planning it in advance, then it just makes everything easier because they know what's coming. It's not a surprise. All right, so, Denise, where can we go for more information? Sure, you can go to themoms.com or you can follow me on Twitter at themoms for more information. Okay, fabulous. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. We really appreciate you sharing your expertise and your advice. Thank you so much. Happy shopping and happy back to school. Hey, gang, where's the party right here? This is the Money Man, Eddie Money. You're listening to Military Life Radio. Welcome back to the show, everyone, and thanks to Denise Albert from The Moms for sharing her tips for a back-to-school battle plan. So up next, we're going to talk a little bit about what you can expect 
on My Military Life Radio in the coming weeks. We have some exciting shows planned for you. We are going to be uh, having the authors of uh, Kathy Hightower and Holly Shearer will be here later in the month of September to talk about their new book that releases on September 1st. And we are... They're they're longtime friends of the show. They've been on before, and we're excited to welcome them back. So that will be coming up. And then also we are going to share details about our new show, The Military Spouse Show, which will be a weekly program that Chris and I will host, and we'll also pull in some content from this show that Tara and I host. So it's got a lot of different things and um, a chance for you to ask questions we're going to play your questions on air, and it's going to be really exciting. So that's coming up. And then also, I will be in New York City in the middle of September for the Inc. Magazine Women's Conference. As uh, I got selected to attend that, I'm really excited. So there will be some information on that. We're going to share some military spouse CEO interviews with you that week. We're going to be in Times Square and shooting some video and and doing some interviews. It's going to be so exciting. And I get to see Krista, so that will be really fun. Um, I did want to let you know Tara had to sneak out. She had to go wrangle her kids because they were still awake, and she was trying to fight to get them in bed. (laughs) So we know how that goes, you know, Um, trying to wrangle up all the little, it's like wrangling cats, right, try and get them in bed and, and on track. So that's where she's at. So she will see you guys on our next show. Now, if you have a question that you would like for us to answer, like I said, you can send me an email, and that's at wendy at mymilitarylife.com. And then we're also, like I said, we're going to be able to play your questions. So you can actually call us on our phone number, leave your question along with your email address so we can call you back, and we will play, with your permission, of course, your question on air on an upcoming show. And that number that you can call us at is 904-383-7896. That's 904-383-7896. That's our listener question question line. It's a Google Voice number. And uh, we are so excited to hear from you. Can't wait. We're also working on a little listener survey. That's just quick questions takes you like less than five minutes to answer it's 10 questions so we're going to be posting that up on our facebook page just so we can get your feedback on our show and what you'd like to see in the future so all that will be coming up Uh, i want to remind you guys that you can connect with us on twitter at my military life you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash my military life and you can also find us on pinterest if you're a fan of pinterest and we love pinning over there on Pinterest. Uh, The last thing that I want to share with you guys, you know, I write and am the deployment community manager for the USAA spouse community. And this week we have launched a new look and feel for the spouse community. So I invite you to go check it out. That address is usaa.com slash spouse community. The next time you're on the website checking your bank account, if you just scroll down on the home page till you see the little dog tag icon, it says no, no Spouse Community. Just click on that. It will take you straight into the online digital area, and you'll get to read a couple of my latest posts. And I invite you to check it out. We talk about deployment, P3 
PCSing and money. And there's a chance for you to ask questions and be a part of the community. My latest post over there is all about how to create a cozy, comfy guest room. And sometimes that can be hard when we are living in base housing or an older home. Like we just came from Connecticut, and so we we were, you know, my guest room doubled as my office, so I had my desk on one side and a bed on the other that I could make up when family came. So you have to improvise sometimes. And so these are just some tips that I have for you guys when it comes to what do you do when company's coming. How can you make some little changes to create a really comfy area and show your guests that you welcome them into your home and that you're really happy that they're there. So everything from having a couple bottles of water on the nightstand to making sure that you have some comfy pillows and my thoughts on what color linens that you should use. Most things you'll have already in your house, so it won't it will it won't be something that'll cost a lot of money. So I encourage you to check it out. It's usaa.com slash spouse community. And if you leave me a comment, I'll be sure to respond. All right? All right, so I just want to say thanks to uh, our guests tonight. Thanks to Brian Hanover from Sears. Remember, set an appointment with yourself for this Thursday, the 29th, at 1 p.m. Central, to log in to sears.com slash heroes at home to register for your chance, active duty only, for this year's Sears Heroes at Home Wish Registry. And thanks also to Denise Albert from The Moms and Krista Wells, who hosted our our Krista's Corner, the military spouse coach. And thanks to Tara, too, who joined me earlier. We had lots of fun chit-chatting about our week. And... And I don't want to forget, thank you all for listening to the show. Our listener base grows every week, and we're so excited to share this time with you every time we get to meet. Look for our weekly show that's coming in September, the Military Spouse Show. We want your show ideas, so remember, leave us a comment or call us and let us know how we can make our show better. Our disclaimers are not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here by our co-hosts and guests do not reflect official government policy. Any advice we give is strictly the authors or the co-hosts or our individual guests. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Please visit us online at mymilitarylife.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest and upcoming guest information. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Have a good night, and we'll see you next time. Up and-